<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Catfish Weekly, episode 49. This is the, the December episode, the last one in December of 2014. <coughs> uh, we hope everybody had a great Christmas, a Merry Christmas, had a good time with their family and everything. Uh, hopefully it was safe, had fun, got everything you wanted for Christmas, and... By the way, tonight's episode is the What's Up episode, basically the news of the last month or so. Uh, it was going to be our last week's episode, but we had uh, some technical problems that didn't end up happening, but I heard there was a great chat. Um, hopefully, we'll get some of that stuff worked out so it doesn't happen again. Um, but we got a lot that we're going to be doing and talking about tonight. We're going to go ahead and do the Christmas giveaway. I know early uh, when we started talking about the giveaway, we said we were going to do it on next week's show, the January show, but we decided that we wanted it to be in Christmas. You know, if it's a, if it's a Christmas giveaway, let's do it in the last week of December and make it, make it a surprise like a present is supposed to be. Uh, so hopefully we surprise you all and somebody gets a, a great Christmas present this, at the end of this show. Uh, and they really uh, enjoy what we did, what we did for them, and and uh, hopefully we get some pictures with them using the stuff and catching some fish, and they post it up on the Catfish Weekly Facebook page. Um, that'll be awesome. You know, we're, we we feel really good about the package we put together. Um, so there's a lot of people in chat. Thanks for everybody for showing up tonight and getting the chat going and and watching the show with us. Um, if, you, if anybody in chat has a subject they want us to talk about tonight, it's uh, it's been in the news in the past or it's coming up here soon. Uh, feel free to, to to put it in there and we'll we'll try to get it talked about and and let everybody know. Um, before I hand it off to Lyle, um, there's some there's one thing that I want to go over real quick. Some 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 of the people that have passed away this uh, this past month or so. Um, Ron Workman, you know, we talked about him once, but that's definitely a guy that needs to be talked about more than one time. He's just one of the most uh, extraordinary gentlemen you'd, you'd ever meet in your life. He, he, he brought a, a smile to anyone's face. Um, enjoyed, enjoyed life, enjoyed being around people, enjoyed, enjoyed uh, really just having a good time. Dennis Ray, good... Uh, Good friend, good friend of mine. Um, went fishing with him quite a bit. Lived just down the road from me. He he unfortunately passed away as well uh, recently. Brian Colbert um, and Brian Weinreich, I believe, A.K.A. Barney from Kentucky, I believe, uh, both also passed away this month as well. So um, we're sorry for the loss for the families, and, and you know these guys were. Cat fishermen, they were fishermen, part of the family, the brotherhood. Um, a lot of people's going to miss them. You know, we hope that family members or somebody can go out and, and take a fishing trip in their honor and think of these guys and, and really just have a good time and, and sort of bring that person with them in spirit. So <coughs> I bet they'd enjoy that a lot. Also, uh, a couple other passings that unfortunately happened that we know about. Jason Malone's dog. Uh, unfortunately passed away. His dog's name was Berkeley. She was a beautiful black lab. I've met the dog a few times. Uh, a great dog, you know, and these, you know, you, know you're, you might be thinking it's a dog, you know, but if you have a dog or a cat or whatever, you know that these pets are 
um, they're part of the family. I mean, and they become really, really close. And to lose an animal, a pet, that is, you know, almost like a son or a daughter or best friend, everything wrapped into one, it's hard. Uh, so, Jason, we're sorry about Berkeley. It's it's too bad. Uh, we really uh, we really uh, were there for you. Ken Miller also had a dog that passed away called Buddy. Um, I believe Lyle knew Buddy or and knew of Buddy too, and and knows that um, Buddy been with Ken Miller for a long time and was a great dog. I've heard some of the stories Ken's told about that dog, and I know they was very close and. Uh, you know, I have a 14-year-old dachshund sits here with me all the time, and uh, uh, he hardly has any teeth, and I carry him up and down the stairs, but, you know, the, uh, there will be a time for all of them, but they're like family members to all of us, uh, and I know Ken was very close with his dog, and, and uh, you know, it's a sad thing for all of us. Yeah. I know Jason likes to tell a story about Berkeley. You know, the dog got its name, I believe. It, and I'm and I'm I'm very sorry if I get the story wrong, but I know that one of the first times the dog got in the boat with Jason, uh, knocked his favorite rod off the boat into the water, and of course it was a Berkeley rod, and so that's how Berkeley, that's how Berkeley got her name. But yeah, she was a great dog. I I, I enjoyed petting her, and she she was she liked being on the boat. She liked being fishing with uh, with Jason, and you know he he would tell me how. Whenever he was ready to go fishing, she was right there at the door and, and basically put that puppy dog look if she didn't get to go, you know. It was hard to leave. But uh, that's all I have on that. Again, we're, we're really sorry for all the all the people that were, were lost and the animals and, and pets that were lost as well. And like I said, we're here for you and thought. And if you guys have any pictures or anything you want to post on on the website, you're more than welcome to. Little story with them, whatever. Absolutely, that that'd be good. You know, um, I've had some uh, great Labradors in the past, and uh, I haven't taken Rusty uh, fishing for a long time because he got a hook in his eye once. But uh, you know, a lot of these guys. Uh, Chris Jones comes to mind. Uh, he has a little dog that um, my understanding is she's pretty old. And uh, been Chris has taken her fishing with him for absolutely phenomenal amount of years, and they're best buds. And uh, he takes some amazing photographs with that dog. And and uh, we would welcome uh, you to put your your uh, pictures of your your pets and your dogs and uh, anything that you have on on the Catfish Weekly page and and uh, share them with all of us because, uh, uh, like I say, for the most part they are family members and and. Uh, you know, most of them dogs, they like to go fishing as much as anything. Oh. Yep, I know that uh, myself and, and Doug and Kathy, who's in the chat, and Alan, uh, which is also family of Dennis, you know, we're probably going to go out uh, at some point in, in the future as soon as we can probably, and we're going to go out and have a fishing trip and, and have Dennis with us in spirit and, <coughs> and just uh, really have a good time. And so, anyway, for... Going on and, and talking about some other stuff, I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to you, Lyle, and you can get us rolling, and we've got plenty of stuff to talk about tonight. Probably you want me to just go through my list, or uh, you want to swap it off and on? Just uh, just swap off and on. Just pick one and, and talk about it, and then I'll pick one. And 
<clears throat> well, the first thing that I would like to, to talk about tonight is uh, Cindy and I got some really good news today. Um, our daughter had had a biopsy for cancer last week, and we've been kind of up in the air with this uh, for six days. And um, I made a post earlier uh, on Facebook, as, as most of us, uh, seems like our lives kind of revolve around that. And the amount of people that has either liked the post or commented on it from Danny McGraw and uh, Randy McWilliams, uh, Bob Rossi, uh, Steve Douglas, um, Rena Stitcher, and I know I'm not going to get everybody, Daniel Parsons, Jason Acock, John Harden, uh, Johnny Langston. I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. Johnny King, Justin Carter, uh, Calvin Myers. Uh, Billy Seelock, Melissa Malcolm, Fred Bolton. Uh, it's overwhelming to me personally uh, that that many people took the time out to think about our family. Uh, this was pretty tough. We, we hadn't been through anything like that and um, uh, we really didn't let the, the cat out of the bag and uh, uh, when you get that many people that care enough about you to take the time out for something like that, it, uh, uh, it, it really is kind of cool, so thank you all so much um, for thinking about us, and we're so glad that uh, it's not anything that we can't deal with at this point. Uh, we'll just uh, we'll go on and, and get her taken care of, and uh, things will be all right. Uh, it's just so thankful that it's not cancer, uh, and again, thank you so much, everybody, for, uh, for thinking about us in, in this trying time that that we went through this last week, and it, it means a great deal to Cindy and I. Uh, I'm sure more than you guys realize uh, how much it really does mean. Yeah, and, and since you're on that subject a little bit, I know that I seen on uh, Jeremy Gregg is in the is in the chat as well, and I, I believe that I read on his Facebook post that he had a scare with some numbers where he thought he might have had to get back into the chemo. And come to find out that the numbers bounced back for him, and and I believe everything ended up turning around, and it looks good uh, from here. So I'm I'm glad to hear that. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly, Jeremy, if I'm not, you can correct me, and I'm sorry, but I believe you said everything was uh everything made a a pretty quick turnaround on the numbers, and it looked like you were going to be good. So um, while we're at that, um, I would like to mention. The fact that from what Calvin Meyer has went through, Calvin is doing very well with everything that has went on with him. Uh, all I read, he had done very well, and his reports are all good. Uh, Calvin and Annie have been through a lot in the last year or so, and and uh, we're so glad that Calvin's doing good. And I know that there is a ton of people. Uh, that are waiting to see him out in the boat catching fish next year. You know, I'm, I, I could be thinking wrong, too. I could be thinking Jeremy and, and meant Calvin. It no, might have been Calvin. I did, yeah. If, I, I apologize if that's the way it was. I, I knew I seen it, and I didn't get written down, so I was trying, trying to go off memory, and there's reasons why, but I don't have a great memory. <laughs> well, I understand. But, uh... Jeremy Gregg, I do. Oh, that might be what it is. I have his name written down on on my sheet here. Um, he wanted to let everybody know that the Wicked Whisker Tournament Trail 
out of Nebraska. The first tournament is on May 9th in Brownville. Um, you can find out more information if you're friends with Jeremy Gregg on Facebook. You can probably contact him. Also, I got it at facebook.com forward slash Wicked Whisker. So that's W-I-C-K-E-D-W-H-I-S-K-E-R for after Facebook. So um, if you want any more information about that, if you're around Nebraska and you want to uh, get into a tournament trail, that's that's probably one to look at. Um, I've got plenty more to talk about, so Lyle, if you want to pick something off. and um, I, I wanted to give a shout-out to Mike, Sammy, and Jackson Mitchell. Uh, they are the winners of the Catfish Winner's Circle uh, Biggest Fish in Public Water Tournament for 2014, and congratulate them guys. Uh, that was an absolute giant fish they caught down there. I, if I remember correctly, it was on Wheeler Lake. Um, they've been holding that position for um, months, uh, a long time. And um, uh, they will get a black horse rod. I will talk to Mike this week down there and, and see if he wants anything special put on the decal. And then uh, the rod's built. Uh, uh, the rod that I am taking to uh, uh, the Alabama Catfish Trail uh, Winter Fishing for Blues uh, will be an exact replica of the rod that Mike will receive, and uh, I just don't. Have, I just haven't put a decal on it. And at this point, we just had it posted up today, I believe, and I can't get one on it and get it dried in time to take down her. So uh, I will. I'll visit with him and see if he wants anything other than just uh, the fact of what he won on it, uh, and it'll be just like the one we bring down for Daniel and, and uh, his tournament series. So. Uh, uh, congratulations to those guys. Great catch, great fish, and you fend everybody off for a whole year, so you've done good. Um, I, I did just see on uh, on the chat there that <coughs> people probably remember that we uh, mentioned the uh, Jason Malone's daughter, uh, Brooke, with the with the GoFundMe um, project that they were they were needing some uh, help with getting a machine for her. Uh, the project did reach its goal. They got enough money for that. Um, so thank you to everybody, uh, whether you watch the show or not. Um, it's, it was the Bioness, yeah, the Bioness unit that she needed, and she ended up, she's got that now. They made the goal. Uh, everybody that helped out from Catfish Weekly, you know, that just lets you know what kind of guys we have around here, and I know there was some on there. I've seen the names. And I know there were some anonymous, and I bet there were some anonymous from 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 us. So, I'm sure. Um, you know, thank you to the guys that did that. I know Jason appreciates it. He he, he thanks you from the bottom of his heart. That just, uh, you know, that just that helps out tremendously, especially when you have you know things like that right during Christmas, and you know it's just not an easy time. Um, so that little bit of help, I'm sure, went a long way with him. Um, also, speaking of Jason, Jason and Heath, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it or not, but uh, <laughs> there's the old Indiana Hunter video on the Catfish Weekly page if you haven't seen it from from Heath doing his best uh, catfish dance. From And if you listen real carefully, it's the Catfish Weekly theme song, the intro that we might be using here shortly uh, that he's dancing to. So if you haven't had a chance... To, to watch that video, that's a uh, 
that's definitely a worthwhile video. And hey, if you guys want, think you can do a better job dancing to the video or to the music or whatever else to get the catfish to bite or whatever, take a take a video of it and send it in. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll yeah. critique we'll critique your dancing and. <laughs> well, and and something else while we're on the subject, those guys. Um, when you look at that, you can click on that video and you can pull their stuff up on YouTube. Them guys have some really good catfishing videos on their, their website, Indiana Hunter, on YouTube. Uh, they also have some great hunting videos for deer hunters uh, where, where they have, have killed some really nice deer with bow and gun. So take a look at Heath and Jason's stuff. Uh, it, it's very impressive. I watch their stuff just every once in a while to make sure I haven't missed something, but um, I, I was kind of taken with the dance. You know, he did pretty good, I thought. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a... coveralls, I mean, if, if you can dance in coveralls, you've done all right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, he, and when he started doing the dance, it, it made a catfish bite. He got a bite, and he even he kept dancing, reeling fish in. <laughs> Them guys are a hoot, man. They really are. Yeah, and, and you guys... You know all the all the links that we have. You know our advertisers on on the side of the page. Um, you know they're they're paying good money to be there. Uh, so really, you know, and, and we're only going to put them there if we believe in them and it's something we think you guys are going to like. We're not going to put you know like Betty Crocker pies advertisements over there. I mean, even though those might be the greatest thing in the world, it's really not related in any way to what we're doing. So you know. Trust in us that you know if we put it up there, it might be something you like, and at least check it out. Click on those. Um, that lets them know that you know they're that what they're paying for to be on our site is actually worth it. If they're only getting you know five or ten clicks out of <coughs> month, they're not going to keep paying to be on our site. So uh, definitely uh, click on those links. Get over to uh, what they have. Take a look. You know, uh, meander around a little bit. See what they have. Indian Hunter is a great one. I mean, they have some awesome videos. They got they got Jason shooting a doe on the run with a recurve bow. Uh, you know, I mean, they've got catfishing videos where they're just sitting and they're they're actually talking about what they're doing exactly and and you know having a good time and it's well lit. They got some great cameras where they got them right on the a camera right on the net to where they can show you when they're netting the fish and one that's you know back behind them, uh, one that might be on their hat or whatever. Um, you know, he's even, he's even got videos of, uh, like kids fishing clinic type things, I believe, where he used a, a drone and aerial footage and, and, you know, they, they really put a lot of effort and work into their videos so, um, so people can enjoy them. And, and that's the type of videos that I think people would enjoy more if they knew what was, uh, what was there. I agree. They, like I say, they do a really good job. They spend a lot of time uh, making sure it's the way it needs to be. Oh, another thing, oh, while I see it before it scrolls off and I miss it, uh, Brad Gilman wants to know, get ready for the bikini dance, and I'm thinking that that would be between you and Rob Clodfeller. Uh, you know, you guys was on the deal about you wearing the, the bikini top and bottom, and uh, I, I don't know how with you. He was going to wear one, I don't remember, but uh, I'm thinking that that would be something that you guys might want to talk about this weekend while we're all together. Mm. Yeah, we'll discuss it. We'll see uh, <laughs> either just how rich Rob is and 
Oh, man. Or uh, just how uh, disgusting people can tolerate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, did, you didn't read the fine print when you signed that contract, did you, Fun? <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's I guess I don't, like Lyle said. It, it's we, we might have some fine print for Rob. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rob will be doing a wet T-shirt contest or something. I don't be <laughs> But uh, show us your man boobs. <laughs> I ain't got no man boobs. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> oh, man. Um, another, another thing on our website, uh, if some people might have noticed, uh, Vince Nadoski uh, posted up a picture of his brand new jersey, and he actually had the uh, Catfish, Weegie, uh, Catfish Weekly logo put on his jersey. And uh, it looks pretty good, and we really appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Vince. And if anybody else is interested, just get a hold of me, and uh, I can make sure that you you get a a vectorized logo that you can have put on your your jersey if you get one made this year. That that it does look pretty nice on that. It's probably going to make Vince look better. <laughs> Rob says I haven't been in a bikini in years. Years. I want to know. I want to know how he knows I was ever in one. He surely has some pictures of you that you might not remember, but <laughs> I, if, if he does, I encourage him to, to share them with the rest of us. <laughs> All right, let's see. We got we got a lot of people talking in chat. You, if you got something else, you can go ahead with it, Lyle. Um, Jeremy Coddington. Um, his wife uh, ordered a rod for from me for Jeremy for uh, Christmas. Uh, it was kind of funny the fact that the, it was at his house and he didn't know about it. And uh, when he when he found out about it, he was excited. She gave it to him. And the last couple of days, he's put that thing to use. Uh, I don't know if anybody has seen the the uh, pictures that I posted today that he had sent me. But the first picture was a 25 pound blue that he caught on that rod. Uh, right off the bat today, and and uh, uh, it wasn't but just a minute that uh, he sent me another uh, picture of a 35-pound flathead. I was uh, very impressed with the fact that he caught a flathead this time of the year. Uh, if I, I I'm trying to remember, I and I've had so much stuff going on, I just can't remember. But I think he's in Indiana or Ohio. Uh, and that's a really good flathead for January. I mean, we're looking last of December, first of January, to put a flathead like that in the boat. That's just simply amazing. Congratulations, Jeremy, on some great fish. Yeah, he's in North Carolina. North Carolina, okay. I know Callie and I, uh, uh, we uh, we had a good time with uh, getting that rod, so he didn't know it. And, and there were some other guys that, that had deals like that going on, and we didn't post a lot of the pictures about them to make sure that uh, things was done uh, the way it was supposed to be and, and I'm trying to think of the other guy's name that it was really funny his wife had it laying right in front of his nose and he didn't even know it um, I, I, for some reason I, the, the name eludes me but um, uh, it was a great amount of fun with that kind of stuff uh, through the holidays and uh, Claude Reynolds is who I'm trying to think of and uh, Claude's wife had the, the rod and the out in the garage, and 
I guess, of course, he probably goes in and out of that garage all the time, didn't even realize it was there. And, and uh, Claude had Claude done an outstanding thing. He had a friend that is in um, the National Guard uh, in training uh, for National Guard, and for Christmas he ordered his friend um, a National Guard theme uh, rod. And we built it, and um, it turned out very nice. I was very proud to be honored to do that. Uh, and he wanted to give it to him for give it to Cody for uh, for Christmas. And uh, while we was doing it, um, his wife contacted me about doing one for Claude. So uh, I sent her a message. I said, "Can I put them in the same tube, or would you uh, prefer that I sh uh, ship them separately?" And and uh, she said, "No, just go ahead and put them in there. If he gets to it, he said uh, she said he'll just have an early Christmas present." Well, and it worked out. Um, uh, he didn't. He didn't get to the mail. She did, so she took his rod out, sealed them, the two back up, and and uh, he found Cody's and, and and liked it and gave it to him. And then a couple of days later, he got it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we have a, a lot of fun doing things like that for people, and and uh, we're so happy that they choose us and give us an opportunity to to do something like that for them. And and uh, I hope they all enjoy everything. And uh, you know, Claude. Uh, you know, he told me on online the other day that he hated me, but he liked his rod. So, um, because I didn't tell him, I guess. But you know, uh, I'll be seeing him this week, and, and I'm excited, and and I'm glad that he that he liked his new rod. That's awesome. I I did. I was following that he got his friend that, and he got himself one, and and. Uh, well, apparently. We maxed out our chat room. Really? That's what it said. Let me, uh, if you got huh. something else you can talk about, let me see if I can't get that updated. To Chuck, let's talk about um, Winter Blues at Wheeler. What Are you, you ready? Uh, Mike Mitchell has been putting some great fish in the boat, as with some other guys down there. Um uh, from what I'm seeing on this weather coming in, it's going to be raining next Saturday, and the wind's going to be blowing. How do you think that's going to affect the tournament? Well, it's it's really going to affect the uh, the way I fish totally. Um, I think it's going to you know put a big hamper on it. The uh, you know the wind's going to make it really you know the current uh, has a lot to do with it also. Now you broke up and I didn't hear anything you said. I don't know if anybody else did or not. The the current the current's gonna um current <laughs> I didn't I still didn't get anything from you, Chuck. Did you hear me FUD? No, you're breaking out pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, the can you hear me now? Yep. Uh, yeah, the wind, the wind and the current both uh, is going to have a lot to do with uh, how this tournament turns out. Um, it's going to really affect the way I fish and, and the the you know the the plans that I had for Saturday. So um, I guess I'm gonna have to change some things up. But it, it's still going to be fun. It's uh, you know it's it gets very dangerous out there. When the when the when the winds get really bad, 
especially when you're anchored up and the currents flowing to the east and the wind blowing out of the west. Um, you know, I've had a couple of swells actually break the back of my boat before that, um, you know, if I didn't cut the anchor rope, I would have been probably a goner in one more uh, wake. So, you know, everybody just to pay attention on how big them swells start getting and the way you position your boat. And, um, you know, also using those uh, rear anchors. And if the, uh, you know, if the front anchor breaks away and that boat turns around and um, all of a sudden the back of your boat's, you know, pointed up current that could you know turn out bad too with the wind with the wind blowing like it's supposed to be i'm sure a lot of guys are going to have wind socks and and back anchors hanging everywhere so um i just want everybody to be careful and you know pay attention to what's going on around them absolutely that's good advice um chuck you're i know that you're extremely familiar with that lake and uh uh, there's some guys going to be down there that's fished it quite a lot, and uh, a lot of us have never been there before. What do you think it's going to take uh, to win that tournament? Well, I'm not real familiar with uh, the, the the upper part of Wheeler. I've, well, yeah, I'm not, you know, that part of Wheeler, I've only been up there about, you know, two or three times. But, you know, I fished below the Gunnersville Dam on the, you know, about a seven-mile stretch up to there. I've been fishing there my whole life. But, um, you know, from from the looks of it, I believe it's going to take, um, you know, 200 pounds uh, easy, and that's even on a bad day, you know. With um, are we talking out. about five fish limit, Chuck? Yes, it's going to be five fish. You're going to have two over 34 and uh, three under. Okay. Um, you, know, I, you know, I expect to see... Um, you know, the person winning coming in with, with a, you know, a couple of in the 70s, um, you know, and then, you know, having one or two, you know, nice unders, um, you know, that there's probably going to be a, a, a single big fish coming in, you know, high 80s or 90s, I believe. <clears throat> Do you happen to know what the water temperature is down there by chance? Um, I have no idea. When I was on Gunnersville last week, it was 48. Maybe uh, Jason Adcock and Justin Browning are both in the chat, and they were both here this week. So um, they they probably got some pretty up-to-date water temps for us if they'll put them up. Um, while we're on the on the subject of that, you know, we try to mention everybody's name that that puts some good fish in the boat over the over the week uh, previous week. And Jason, his son Carson, and 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 I don't recall the guy's name that was with them. Man, they was down there and they put some giants in the boat. They they really had a good time down there. Uh, at Carson, he's a he's a machine on the big fish, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's he's on it. He let he let his dad drill one in though. You know uh, that's pretty good of him to take the time to let. Uh, <laughs> to, to let Jason reel one in because. Uh, I'm pretty sure that boy gets wound up over them fish. You know, what did he catch a 69 something? Uh, that's just outstanding. Yeah, he was on it. Um, yeah, the water temps are probably you know 47 or 48. Justin Browning says 51.3. 51.3. Pretty good. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's some good drifting and dragging temperatures right there. 
Well, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I know a lot of us are really excited to get there, especially a bunch of us first-timers that's not ever been to Wheeler. And uh, I, I'm excited. Uh, we wasn't 100% sure we was going to get to go, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to load up in the morning and, and head your way. So make room, Big Daddy. Yeah, I ended up, uh, you know, going ahead and getting a room for four nights, you know, going ahead and get away because the way I thought about it, if if I drove up to pre-fish one day, uh, it's two and a half hours each way. I'd be a tank of gas each way pulling the boat, so that's going to be, you know, 90 bucks. And then uh, I have to pull a boat up there and back tournament day, which would be another 90 bucks. So that right there is a, um, you know, a room for four nights right there. I'm still going to have to pull the boat up there and then pull it back. But Right, but you won't have to do it. You know, right, I'll have, more, I'll have more time to fish. I'm really wanting to go hit Wilson really bad, okay. which hopefully I'll be able to fish it um, Wednesday afternoon or Thursday. It was on my list to fish this year. And um, I I went below the dam and, uh, you know, fished for skipjack down there a couple of times, but, you know, I never got to go cat like I was wanting to. So hopefully I can... Um, know get up in there and um, see, I see that see Chad has made a, made a post on the chat that uh, their best five over the weekend was 190 pounds and their big fish was 52.2 Jason Acock says yeah he finally Carson finally did let him catch one but Carson's big fish weighed 69.3 that's just absolute great fish just a great oh, yeah. fish it, you know the, the one he caught last year on his first day um, you know, it was like 90 pounds, and uh, there's a picture of Jason holding it, and I think there's a picture of Carson holding it, sitting down in the back of the boat with it sitting in his lap. Exactly. I remember that picture. So, you know, those guys put their really time. Get spoiled. They they put their time in, and they do a really outstanding job, and and uh, you know, I've not sure if they're going to be there for the tournament or not. I'm kind of anxious to meet Carson and visit with him a little bit. Of course, I, you know, I'd like to visit with the, with Jason also, but I really like to sit down and, and visit with Carson a little bit and, and uh, uh, talk to him about some stuff and and uh, maybe he could tell me how they get it. Because, I, hell, Jason ain't going to tell me how they get on the fish, but maybe I could hoodoodle it out of Carson, maybe. You never know. Um, Justin said the uh, water temp around uh, Browns Ferry was 53. Okay, um, where does Browns so that's Ferry? Probably a, uh, that, that's that blue building that belongs to me. Uh, don't uh, tell me nothing. You're gonna have to be a little more specific in that. It's a it's a Browns Ferry nuclear plant, and it's got um, it's got uh, cool, cooling pipes that come out into the water. It's got suction pipes up above the plant, and then they, um, you know, they, they pull water through to cool the reactors, and then, uh -huh. and then they send the water out, um, and there's three different discharges across the channel, and it's right across the main channel. You got one pretty close. <laughs> it's into the bank from the channel edge a little bit. Um, and then, you know, some, some, most time they're just weren't running one, but a lot of times you go out there and they'll be running all three and, um, uh, you know, you got warmer water in that area and also you got those big pipes laying down 
um, which those big cats can get <coughs> get down there on the edge of them big old pipes and you know got a good current break, good ambush spots and stuff down there. Um, you know that that's there's been uh, quite a few triple digits pulled out of there. Um, I know uh, six that I know of have come out of that one spot. That's I don't, pretty I'm not sure if any of them were ever the same fish, which is very possible. Um, but, you know, 101s, 102s, um, you know, Russ Divorce came out of that one spot, too. You remember his? I do. And, uh, you know, did they get a triple right there? I understand that old Russ is going to be down there this weekend. Now, I know Russ pretty good. And, and uh, if there is a more full of it guy that'll be at that tournament. I, I don't know who it could possibly be than old Russ DeVore. I've, I've never met him before. So. Oh, I'll make sure it happens this week. Uh, you'll you'll love him. He's a great guy. He's a hell of a fisherman. Uh, he's been involved in, in uh, the Monster Cat DV. He guides. He takes people out fun fishing. Uh, he wins a lot of tournaments, and he is uh, he's one of the genuine good guys in the sport. I uh, just want to let everybody know. I believe I, I just we're, we're paying more a month now, but I got our chat thing updated to where it'll hold up to 50 people now. Um, so, if anybody that wasn't able to get in because we were maxed out at the 25, you should be able to get in now. 26. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's what I was wanting to. It just told me that it was updated on the back end, so I was thinking it should be working now. How many? How many was on there last week? Twenty-five. Oh, a lot. I bet it. I bet it was maxed out last week too. So. <laughs> I bet it was. I never thought It's just time for us to to get it up there. I didn't want to be paying for it if we didn't need it. So now we need it, and I got it up. So. Yeah. Uh, well, you remember a while back when uh, Jason Bridges um, took out in fisherman. Um, mm -hmm. Doug Stangy, uh, Jason put a uh, he put some airing dates on his Wheeler Cats guide service site on uh, the, some of the air times when that in fisherman show is going to be coming on. I, I from the looks of it, uh, they're going to have some of Jason's tips and stuff on uh, some some different shows, and then the uh, the actual episode that they fished was going is going to be. You know, February, March time frame, and the tips are going to be, I guess, January, February time frames. But all the all the times up for the Sportsman Channel are uh, on the Wheeler Guide Service site, and um, so when you're there looking at all them big fish, you know, get on there and um, write down when these uh, airing times for this these shows are going to come on because it's going to be a really good show. I agree. That ought to be a great show. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Not sure how I'm going to go about seeing it since we don't get that anymore, but I'll, I'll make it happen uh, one way or the other. Uh, we'll, yeah, you, we'll you know, them two fishing together, um, you know, it, you know, by watching a lot of the in fishing shows with Doug Stain, you know, it, well, you know, it shows Jason holding fish. So, you know, Jason was fishing along right with him. And uh, I, I bet I bet it was a good time in that boat. I, I seen part of it, a, a little clip from it today, and it was really good. Jason actually caught a couple of fish, and and uh, you know I, I am 
very happy with the fact that uh, in Fisherman is starting to give blues and flatheads their due. Uh, I know they do a lot of, of channel cat fishing uh, shows, uh, not nearly enough because for some reason they think that walleye and, and muskie and pike are actually a competitive fish to a catfish, but they, they come down and fish with Jason and, and they fished with Ryan Casey and, and they, they're finally given the, the big cats uh, uh, the notoriety that they deserve. I mean, uh, I don't care what anybody in fishing says. No bass, no walleye, no crappie, no pike, no muskie could compare to the fight that a blue will give you in heavy current. It just is not ever going to happen. So, uh, inshore fishing, the number one fight fish there is, period, is a big blue or flathead in, in heavy current on a river. I mean, they can say what they want to. They need to step up and, and fess up to the fact that what we fish for are the king of fish in, in, in inshore water. y'all leave me? No, we're here. I'm just... I guess there's some people that are still getting the... Um, they're still getting the air... They may have to refresh or something. Yeah. Maybe. He said, he said even after he's refreshed. <laughs> well, he may have to, he may have to minimize the uh, chat and uh, bring it bring it back up with a new one or something. Yeah, it says there's 26 online now, so I mean it's it's. I don't know. They may be counting you, the moderator. They may not count the moderator. <laughs> No, I don't think so. No, because it's showing, it was showing 25 a minute ago now. It's showing 26 again. Right. Um, it take a little bit to get it all bounced in there. Yeah. Anthony, the only thing I can say maybe is to completely close down your browser um, and open it back up, try it again. Um, maybe try to hit F5 while you're on the page, and that that, that should do a refresh. Um, besides that, I I, I think uh, I think that's all I can do from my end right now. It might be uh, your catch or something like that, but hopefully, you know, I apologize that you couldn't get in tonight if you can't. But hopefully next week it'll. Ron Streeter says he had to get all the way out and get back in so he could turn it back on. Yeah, so all the way out, all the way back in. Try that. <coughs> Paul Robert got back in. There's 28 online now. So, yeah, we're definitely there. I think. Um, awesome. There you go. All right. Um, I know I missed out a little bit on some of that. So, um, I do know that I have another thing on my list here. Robert Tallman. Um, he wanted to let everybody know, Natural State Catfishing Tournament Series. Starts February 21st at Lake Wachita, I believe is how you would say it. It's O-U-A-C-H-I-T-A, so I'd call it Wachita or Wachita, one or the other. Uh, that's Brady Mountain Resort. Uh, there's four different chapters in all, all over the parts of uh, the sections of, of Arkansas. Um 
So if you're, if you're friends with him, Robert Tallman on Facebook, you can probably get old him for more information. Um, or maybe look up Natural State Catfishing. Uh, they might have a Facebook page. I'm not sure. Um, but that's uh, that. There's I know there's like he was saying there's four different series. I'm believing like northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest type type of thing. Um, so they're going to have four complete different chapters covering the entire state. Uh, each chapter having their own series of of tournaments. So. Uh, not to make it so that people have to drive too far or anything, and they can have a bunch of tournaments in their local local waters and, and close by to help out. And um, they, they probably did that before gas decided to take a crap, uh, which is absolutely amazing because I pulled into the gas station and gave the guy fifty bucks, and he looked at me funny, and I'm like. Uh, it'll take it, and believe it or not, I could only put $48 in my truck, and I about crapped my pants. I was just like, there's no way. It's been years since I've only been able to put $48 in my truck. So, you know, they, they can still sell the gas for a buck and a half a gallon and make a very nice profit, but they're not going to. Yeah. You know, and that's just, you know, that's something we'll have to deal with as, as sportsmen if we want to continue doing what we do. Well, I mean, it's I'm happy right now. I mean, it's a dollar eighty nine, a dollar ninety nine, or something around here right now, and that's just you know. When they hit a dollar ninety nine, I took the boat out and filled it up because you you don't know from one week to the next what it's going to be like. Yeah, well, from what I, uh, my understanding is that it's the uh, shell, the shell oil that's doing it, and that from they're predicting that it's going to be low for at you know a year or longer. Uh, so that's the case. I do too. Well, by then it'll be time for uh, elections to start rolling in, and yeah, you know that's that's the reason that that stuff happens. If you watch it, it kind of goes in a pattern like that. But uh, I remember back in my day, we <laughs> used to pay a dollar. <laughs> well, when I turned sixteen, I've told this story a lot of times, and and I, and I'm not from promoting that anybody smokes, so don't, don't read something into it. It's not, but. When I turned 16, you could buy a pack of cigarettes or a gallon of gas. Made no difference. It's 35 cents. <laughs> I used to walk buck naked, both my uphill both ways, 14 miles. I didn't miles. do that. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> Chuck, did you do that? Backwards through the cornfield. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, you know, well, like I say, we try to mention as many people on the show. I know you go through the people that post pictures and stuff on there, and I try to bring up guys that 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 are catching fish and and, and stuff. And uh, I know Craig Shoemate is going to be down uh, at Wheeler this weekend. He lives over by Jeff City, Columbia area, and I met him over there at Tombstone Tackle the other day. I visited with him a little bit, and Craig has really been on some good fish again. Uh, I mentioned him last week. He had been. Been on some great fish at Lake the Ozarks and and uh, on the Missouri River. Uh, I don't believe this week he put the the big ones in like he had been putting in. But numbers, I mean, this guy is on fire. He's going to be somebody to deal with down there when we get when we get to Wheeler. Yeah, that, there's um, there's a little youth pro staffer <laughs> from uh, Whiskerware that um, <laughs> that really turned it on this week with his daddy. These guys are uh, very impressive. Their dads are spending a lot of time with them. These guys, when they, you know, when they get, you know, 11th and 12th grade, 
you know, they're going to be able to take these boats out by themselves and actually uh, do tournaments. You know, if they keep spending as much time as they do with their dads, they can actually, um, you know, be able to do this stuff on their own. That, that's exactly right. Now, I, since you brought that up, and I had intended to, but I'm glad that you did. Um, you know, we was absolutely um, back and forth. We we knew that we wanted to put this program together with these kids, and Rob and I had talked about it several times, and and uh, we are looking at a lot of kids. There, the support that we're getting on this project is astronomical. Uh, I had a guy call me the other day. In fact, I'll just tell you who it was. It was Randall McDaniel. Uh, called me about a young man in his area. He knew nothing about the fact that the kid uh, had, uh, the youngster had already uh, sent us some paperwork, uh, and and Randall was bragging this young man up. And I visited with his mother online the other night, and, and very impressive. I, I'm excited to meet him, visit with him, but um, Jacob's um, thing that we posted the other day. Well, yesterday. It was actually less than 30 hours ago. Uh, that was the first attempt of anything like this that Jacob had done. Uh, though that, that What he put in there was in his own words. He sent to me in an email, and I copied it and pasted it on my post. Uh, in, in less than 30 hours, there has been 1,773 hits on that post. Now... I, I don't get near the hits on the stuff that I put on Black Horse Rod sites, uh, pictures or posts or anything, uh, nothing near that. Vince's stuff that he does for me far outweighs anything that I do because he just does such nice work and people are glad to see something besides the crappy old pictures that I take. But 1,773 hits on that, uh, it tells me that people really do care that that these kids are wanting involved in catfishing. Uh, I, I'm just blown away with that. Uh, thank everybody for taking a look at it. I know Jacob's really excited. He called me today and wanted to know if I thought it was okay. And I said, dude, 1,700 people has looked at your post. Yeah, it's okay. Keep doing what you're doing. We're so proud to have you a part of this. And when the weather breaks and Milan gets to go out fishing and we see the flatheads that that girl catches, you guys are going to be impressed. I mean, they put some great fish in the boat up in Pennsylvania. So the things with these kids is going to get bigger and better. And this is the future of our sport. We need to support these guys any way we can. Like I said last week or week before, if there is anybody that would like to be a part of this and help these kids out, please contact me. We would like to do all for them that we can. In years to come, when the Aaron Wheatleys and the Steve Douglases and the Lyle Stokes and the blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that are dead and gone, these are going to be the guys that take over what we do to fight for regulations, to be against pay lakes, to be for all the things that we hold true to our heart. And we need to make sure these kids have got all the tools they can have to carry on what we started. So, you know, if you're interested, give me a shout. And you know what I was just thinking about? What's that, buddy? The, uh, I believe Stitcher and Milan don't live terribly far from each other. Well, if we get them in the boat together. Uh, you know, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
That would be awesome. Well, they're good kids, and, and there's several other good kids uh, that's that's coming up and along. Uh, 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 Mike Mitchell's son. I mean, he puts a great fish in the boat. Carson Acock. I mean, uh, Brent Riddle's son. Um, some of them's names elude me, so please don't get mad. Um, there, there's a lot of, of them. You never see enough of them at these tournaments, and, and people I know that it costs money to take these kids in tournaments, but we got to keep them interested. Every day that you take them kids out fishing is a day they're not playing video games on their computer. I mean, it is the greatest thing that you can do for them, and if we can keep Jacob and Milan and Carson and these people involved in fishing, when we're gone, they'll pick up and they'll fight them pay lakers and they'll fight commercial fishermen and they'll stand up for the things that we believe in because we'll have taught them the right way. So uh, uh, kudos to them guys and, and good job, uh, uh, Jacob. We're very proud of you. I got to look. Somebody else just got in on the contest. Remember, guys, that we're doing the giveaway drawing at the end of this show, so if you're not in it, you better get in it soon. So um, right now I can tell you we have, with the Superfan entries, 82 entries. So the biggest giveaway so far for Catfish Weekly History um, and definitely one, one to go down in the books and so, Chris, which what number is this? Number what? Catfish Weekly Show. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Te technically, forty-nine videos from Catfish Weekly. So, out of this year, we missed uh, three for a fifty-two week. That's not bad. Not too bad for first year. You know, like, and, and, and we're, we're going to get better. You know. Yep. So I say, I, you know, we're not even in our growth year yet. You know, we've got a, a good uh, base group of fans and, and guys that jump in the chat and and go along with us for the ride, and and it's getting bigger it seems every week. Chris, we got guys asking how to get in on the contest. Please go through that with them right now before it's too late, so they get a chance to get in on it. On our Facebook page. Or our group, either one, on both of them. We have a group and we have a page, uh, Catfish Weekly. You look it up on the top in the Facebook, uh, go to either one of the pages, you look for a contest, Christmas contest picture. Look down through the posts. Um, you'll see one's got, it's green and red, Christmassy looking. Got a bunch of uh, Santa hats on, on the pictures of us. And uh, you go to that picture, you post on there uh, with what you like about the show, what you'd like to see it have on there if we haven't done it. Um, just basically general feedback for us to, to help make the show better for next year. Uh, post that, and if it's on there and I see it, by the time I do the drawing, you'll get in. Um, if you're a super <coughs> fan, um, I believe most of our super fans are all in there right now. So uh, I don't think I'd be able to, to make anybody a super fan and give you the super fan extra entry. But super fans do get a bonus entry to every contest. And your your super fan entry is good for one year. One year from the day you got it, not uh, calendar year. So basically, uh, if you want to get in after this uh, drawing and you want to make sure that you have double entries for all the rest of next year's 
uh, contest that we do, and we're going to be doing contests, and we've already got some things lined up uh, for you guys that it would definitely be worth that $10. I, I can tell you that right now. Uh, so uh, if you wanted to do that, you can get with me, or you can look on our forums, and you'll find out information on how to get into the Superfan uh, Club for a year. Uh, and that also comes with discounts on Whiskerware Apparel, discount on Black Horse Custom Rod. Uh, it, it easily pays for itself with just the discount. So, um, yeah, I believe that's all you got to do. If you cannot figure out how to find that post, uh, you can send me a PM on Facebook. Uh, send me a PM with your information, and I'll and I'll try to put it down and get you in there. Uh, but you need to do that really quick. Uh, Chris Wallace is who you would look for on Facebook, or you can email it to me really quick if I see it. Um, uh, FUD, at, I think it's FUD at catfishweekly.com. But, yeah, that's how you can get in there. We have uh, 80, 82 right now. 82 with uh, super fan entries. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm pretty happy with that. That to me is a great response to to what we're trying to do, and and thank everybody for for jumping in on there. I know that you're trying to win something, but the feedback that you have have um, given us, uh, I've read all of it. Uh, there is some very good stuff, and we're Chris and I talked about this this afternoon. We're going to go back through this stuff after the Wheeler trip, and and sit down and discuss a lot of this stuff, and I know Chuck will probably get it with us, and, and we will uh, try to make adjustments and, and figure out uh, what we need to do to shows and, and uh, subjects and topics and different things to try to make it better to where we can do more of what you want and what needs to be done to make it better for everybody. Mr. Malone, what time's the drawing? We're not going to give you time so you can leave and come back right for the drawing. It's going to happen when it happens, naturally. Which one was that? What's that? Which Malone? Oh, that's Jason. Oh, that said Jason. That. <laughs> I thought maybe he was just messing with you. He is just messing with you. And he does mess with you. No, he don't mess with me. <laughs> I don't mess with them. They don't mess with me. I gotta tell you, I got an inside track on some of that action. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I have like just so people know, you know, if they see me doing stuff all the time, I've got two computer monitors going. I have. Uh, three or four or sometimes five chat boxes from Facebook. I've got a chat box from uh, the website going. So I, I, And I do have people that, that chat with me through the show and whatnot, and I try to do the best I can at looking at everything and, and keep the show going and all that. Um, one of the other things I was going to talk about is uh, I believe it's Doug, Doug Smith from the Catfish Magazine on our, on our website in the top right corner. Um, the uh, digital magazine that they have right now that's free to sign up for. He he really is interested in getting a actual uh, physical magazine started. But what he needs from us is to people that would show that they are interested 
and and basically to email him saying yes I'd be interested in a physical subscription to Catfish Magazine. Um, he's told me a little bit about the prices, but I don't want to go into that too much right yet because it's a little bit on the higher side right now, and it all depends on how many subscriptions they get right off the bat on how much the the subscription price would be. Uh, but let me let me see if I can put this up here for everybody. I don't know why, but my mouse is it double clicks right now. But let's see here. I'm gonna do text and high velocity media one email.com. All right, now if you can see this. I don't really know why it did it like that, but can you guys see that on the on the chat, the high velocity media one at gmail dot com and I'm sort of moving it around and can you see that? I see it. All right. Yeah, that's the uh email that he uh, wants you to send a, uh, an email to, just send him an email and say, yes, I'd be interested in a physical copy and subscription to Catfish Magazine. Uh, if, if we generate enough interest, then they will they will look at really uh, getting a physical copy out to people in the mail. So while you're sitting on the toilet, you can read Catfish Magazine or <laughs> while you're doing whatever you're doing. That's where I read my magazines. I don't know about you guys. Well, it don't matter. It don't matter which one you email to. They're both the same one. It just looked like I tried to get one. You know. That's a really good online um, thing. Uh, it really is. They do an outstanding job. There's some really well written articles in there. Uh, oh. Worth taking a minute to take a look at that stuff. Uh, you know, I promise you, if it wasn't something that that we all thought was really good, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't be telling you about it. But it's very nice. Right. And Doug seems to be a, a really good guy, very knowledgeable, also about what's going on. Hey, um, I'm going to try to do something here, Chris. Um, I'm not sure that I can get it done, but I'm going to try. It'll probably be up down, but I'm going to try to show you guys a picture of what's coming to Wheeler Lake. Um, can you? I don't know if you can see it or not. It's black and orange, non-trigger reel seat, and then there's the... John, I must have... Can you see that at all? There you go. It should make somebody a really nice rod. I'm not sure how Daniel's going to give it away. I didn't know, but hell, I've got so much stuff going on I can't remember. But this is the blind. It's a built on a blank like the black cat is made on, except for the fact that it's eight foot instead of seven six. Uh, kind of a special thing for uh, the guys down at the tournament. So uh, I want everybody to uh, that's down there to make sure that uh, they get a shot at winning this bad boy. 
Yeah, that looks like pretty nice. I like the colors on that. That'll be the same exact rod that Mike Mitchell receives. It's already built just identical to that. I just have to put a decal on it, and I'll discuss that with him this weekend while I'm down there uh, to see if he, you know, because it didn't take me any more to do one if he wants uh, the names on it or whatever uh, other than uh, it does just to throw one on it like I did for uh, for Daniel. So um, that's what Mike's going to be getting to. It's kind of hard to do that in this confined area I have. Yeah. All right. Um, before we get on to the two main subjects of the night, do you have anything else on your topics? Or are you? I think I've got everything covered. Um, I believe I, I think I've got everything covered uh, that we needed to, to discuss. Okay. From my, from my view. Um, the, one of the last just, you know, main topics of the night that are not main topics, but uh, uh, sort of off topics of uh, events that have happened this month. Um, the ICA, the Indiana Catfish Association, did have their, um, their meeting and determined the uh, tournament dates for the year. Uh, so if you everybody's ready. I'm going to go ahead and run through these dates and tell you where they're at. Um, I don't have written down on here uh, exactly which ones are open. Possibly uh, um, Ron or somebody in chat can let me know exactly which ones are open. I can tell you um, March 21st is the Turtle Creek. Uh, that's, the, that's the tournament that is Normally 100 plus boats, $10 entry fee. Uh, Hoosier Energy adds uh, like 2000 or $2,500 to the pot. That's the one I, I, me and my wife got second place in last year. Um, it, it's a fun little tournament. Um, April 11th, Worthington. And that's going to be a 7.30 to 5.30 daytime tournament. Uh, April 25th, a couple weeks later, is Geist. Again, 7.30 to 5.30. Uh, May 2nd, Grandview. That's the Ohio River. Uh, that's going to be the night tournament, 7.30 to 7.30. Um, June 13th, Max and Cucky. Also night tournament, 7.30 to 7.30. June 27th, New Albany, Indiana. Night tournament. July 11th, Broad Ripple. That's in Indianapolis on the uh, White River. That's also a night tournament, 7.30 to 7.30. August 8th is the Flathead Bash at Duffy's Landing on the Ohio River. Night tournament, 7.30 to 7.30. Uh, August 22nd is Lake Lemon. Again, a night tournament. That is going to be uh, 7.30 7.30. September 5th, Angel Mounds. Uh, that's the first one that switches back over to the day tournament, 7.30 to 5.30. Um, I believe, yeah, the the 24th and the 25th of October is going to be our classic, our, our final points tournament, and then our classic on Lake Monroe. And again, those will be daytime tournament hours, so 7.30 to 5.30. Uh, and then November 7th is an open on Morse. Like. 
So, there's the ICA's uh, um, tournament dates. There was a few rule changes this year in the ICA. The one that I, I have already talked about a little bit was uh, allowing the kids to be in the boat, whether they're um, your children or any children. So, it could be family members' kids, your neighbor's kids, whatever. We're, we're just trying to make it easier for kids to be out there and enjoying the fishing with us. Um, we did also agree to basically uh, mimic the Kentucky um, laws for the Ohio River. So when we're fishing the Ohio River, we follow the Kentucky state uh, catfish regulations. Um, also, we dropped the fish from a six fish limit to a five fish limit to, to help with uh, um, basically the uh, overall health of the fish and the ability to keep uh, fish healthier in live wells. Um, so hopefully that will help out and we'll see how that goes this year and a few other things but those were the um, oh yeah the uh, there's a, there's a new thing also what, what, what I believe they're doing is the $10 temporary membership a one-day membership that allows a person and it used to be the $25 membership that somebody would have to pay regardless um, what we're doing now is a $10 temporary membership that if that person chooses to fish that tournament as a $10 temporary member, they basically get no points, and there's an extra 10% taken out of the pot uh, that goes to the club. Um, you know, and that's if they go and they fish another tournament, if they decide they want to fish all the rest of them and they want to be a, a full member, they have to pay the $25 full membership fee. If they realize that they're only going to fish two tournaments and they want to fish and spend the the ten dollars on each tournament as a temporary member they can do that it helps us with uh, keeping track of points and stuff we don't have to keep track of points that aren't full members uh, also they're not in you know they're not included in, in any big fish um, pots that we do or anything like that not I mean they're in for the big fish pot of the tournament but as a club year-long standing record they're not into those so it basically can make it a little cheaper for the guys that are local and they're only going to fish one or two tournaments. It can get them in, uh, show them what we're doing, and, and not have them have to pay $50 extra for per boat with two guys that aren't members. They only got to pay 20 bucks if they want. Uh, and then if they get into the money, they just have a 10% also that, that gets bumped off of their winnings. That's all it is. So It's an interesting idea. It's a concept that you haven't seen around too much so we'll just see again how that how that goes this year um, and I believe that's it for the for the main rules on the ICA now for some of the things there's 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 been two hot topics in Facebook and the things going on um, we'll just say one of them is is posting pics and videos online uh, you know and on Facebook and things like that so I'll let you go ahead and get started with this topic if you want Lyle well um, there was some posts made and people uh, talking about different things and spots and and uh, you know it's most of, I, I think everything's gone now but Chris and I talked about this last night a little bit, and uh, uh, we just wanted to bring it up to the public, uh, basically that 
you know, my feeling about my spot on the river, of course, you know, if I'm catching fish, I'll tell everybody the spot. They don't matter to me. I don't care who goes there. I don't care how many goes there, you know. But some people take that very seriously. And, and one of the things that I hate more than anything is to see people um, have problems with their friendships over fishing. Um, a, a lot of times uh, people get upset with other people, and, and we're not, I'm not naming names, I'm not making this specific to nobody. I'm just saying your friendships are worth more than a fish. They're worth more than a fishing spot. Uh, bear that in mind. Uh, I go out and catch a fish today. If somebody asks me where I catch it, it kind of bothers me that they would ask me, but I'll tell them. Um, that is public water. It's not like it is not like you lease a hunting area and you're going in there knowing nobody else should be in there. If you don't want somebody to fish a spot that you fish, don't ever take them there. Don't ever take a picture where it would incriminate that spot to where somebody else would know where it was at. Uh, one of my favorite things to do if I'm hot on a, on, on a spot before a tournament, I'll take them fish and I'll go someplace where the Asian carp is stacked in so thick that they can't even run a boat up in there, and that's where I'll take the picture of the fish. Uh, that way, if they want to fight them Asians to try to catch that fish, that's great. Most of the time, I'll take the fish back where I caught it and to release it. Uh, but that fish will go back to that spot regardless or to another spot similar to it. They're not going to, it doesn't hurt them to release them two or three miles down the road. Uh, one of the things that, that, like I said, the main thing that concerned me, uh, good friends are way important than any. 70, 80, 100 pound fish. Uh, I would much rather have my friendship with people than any fish or any fishing spot. Uh, I know some of the guides uh, get aggravated. I know uh, some of the guys in tournaments get aggravated. Somebody with a hot boat runs in ahead of them, uh, gets into a spot. That's poor sportsmanship that somebody would know that you're pulling into a spot and because they have uh, because they have seen you in that spot, they got a faster boat, they pull right in front of you and anchor up, uh, that's poor sportsmanship to do you that way. Uh, if you're pulling into that spot, they ought to, ought to have the courtesy to go on somewhere else. Now, if they just flat beat you to that spot, that's, that's part of fishing public water. Now, like I say, I do not want to upset anybody, not calling anybody out, not bringing up any names, but... Bear in mind, these are public waters, and, and I promise you that if 10 of us went to a tournament next week, and it was on a 50,000 lake impoundment, just as an example, there's going to be four or five spots that we all find that hold fish, and at some time during the day, we're all going to go over that spot. Whether it be at the same time or not, I can't tell you that. But the, the guys that are going to find the fish are going to find them, regardless if you show it to them or not. And, and I just, uh, I, I don't think that uh, if I took a guy out fishing today, uh, it would bother me a little bit if he called his buddy up and took him out to that same spot tomorrow and, and caught a bunch of fish and took them home to eat. That would, that is, that would bother me a little bit. Uh, but most of the guys that I fish with, uh, they catch and release. Uh, 
and, and I really, you know, I went with some of the some pretty big fishermen over the years, and uh, I never went back and fished their spots. I took them to some of my spots. They, you know, I don't know if they went back, but it doesn't matter. If I didn't want them to know about that spot, I wouldn't have took them there to begin with. And and my my thing that got to me most of, of all over reading some of this stuff, and there's been three or four posts like this in the last uh, few weeks. Uh, I I just can't believe that people would would lose great friendships over a fish. Um, even when in a tournament, I would hate to think that the the people that I hold dear to me. Uh, I would lose a friendship over over a fish or a tournament or anything like that. Uh, the friendship I have with Chris and Chuck and uh, all you guys in chat, you know, Justin Browning, I've only met him once, and I feel like him and I are pretty good friends. I mean, we got along down there at Aaron's tournament in, in, in uh, Owensboro. It, I pull up and talk to him. It's just like we've been – I talked to him for years, you know, and, and I've talked to him on the phone before, and, and uh, uh, Brian Sanders uh, – Another great guy. I mean, these people, I would not make them mad over a fish. I, I just ain't going to make them kind of people mad over a fish. And please bear in mind that how much your friendships are really worth before you get mad at somebody. And uh, like I say, uh, you if somebody's taking you to a spot, respect what they want. If they ask you not to go or take somebody there, please do that. Uh, if they don't... Uh, you know, it's it, it's like I say, it's it's kind of public water. You got to have respect for each other. You should discuss this before you go out to a spot. But more than anything, um, don't 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 upset friendships over any fish. Any fish. I don't care if it's a new world record. Your friends are worth a lot more than that fish is, and and that's the point that that I want to make. And I know Chris has got some. Uh, comments on the subject and, and probably Chuck, but, um, you know, I hold my friendships, especially in the catfishing world, so close and so dear to me, um, I would do anything to keep what Cindy and I have worked so hard to get, and I wouldn't trade any fish for any one of the friends that we've made in this industry. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, and and you know me taking off of what you said, I know I'm gonna ha I'm probably gonna repeat some of the things that you said, but um, like like Lyle said, you know every especially everybody watching the show, we're not naming names because you know we we have friends that, you know that we're involved in it. We ha we don't want to the whole situation. We want to be a learning experience. We want people to grow from it. We're not trying to. You know, throw stones. We're not trying to say, you know, getting mad doesn't happen. Um, but also, when when it happens, and we have a segment called "What's Up," and it has to do with uh, big events, something like that is really a big event, and and it has to be talked about. And hopefully, other people can can even they, they might have commented on it, they might have thought about it one way, and maybe. Um, you know, when we talk about it and and we put a different light on it, it, it gets looked at a different way, and 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 maybe people can come to a common understanding or a common you know a, a common ground on it. Um, I can tell you that any good fisherman 
any good fisherman in a tournament, if I'm sitting and and I'm sitting across the way and I see a boat over on the other side of the river and they're just slaying them, I mean, I'm not going to jump over there and get right below them. I'm not going to get right next to them, right above them. I'm not going to do that. But if I'm at that same stretch of river a month later in a different tournament and I get up there, there's nobody there, I'm going to look and see what that person was fishing. And if it looks good, I'm probably going to fish it. I mean, that's... That's a that's a good sportsmanship. That's observation. That's how I mean. Yeah, I didn't find the spot myself, but I I, I had the observation of to see uh, what was going on around me. Well, um, a lot of times I think what happens is uh, if I see you over someplace looking at a spot, uh, and you're on fish, I may run over there not necessarily to fish that area, but to see what is there, and then go find me a spot like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, and I didn't. Learning. I said I was done, but I have one other point. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but uh, you know, you and I talked about this, and we discussed this with with uh, Chuck because we it was a debate whether we'd even bring a subject up. But I asked Cindy, uh, and Cindy is my best friend, my partner. She everything that that I ever hoped to be. She is the reason for it. Uh, and I asked her about that, and she says, if you want to do the show. You're going to have controversy. You have to decide if it's important to bring these things up to you or not. And I said, well, the last thing we want to do is lose any viewers, any friends of our own or anything, but I feel it is important, and she, she said we needed to do it. And after visiting with Chris and Chuck, then, uh, that's why the subject comes up. But please don't nobody take offense to it because it's not about that. Like I, The point I was trying to make is, uh, like I said, the people that you hold dear to you will always be there if you want them to be, but friendship is something that I take very seriously, and I want to make sure it stays that way. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I think that, um, you know, catfishing, it, it isn't even about just necessarily knowing where the fish are. I mean, there's there's a lot more to it, and I can give you a very good example of... I know I knew of a community spot, um, and, and I mean I, I had I've heard about it from multiple people. Uh, never really <coughs> been to it myself. And for example, I see uh, Casey Tudoro pull up and in one tournament pulls out a ton of nice fish, and he's you know within viewing distance of me, so I'm watching him do it on a place that I already knew about. I didn't fish it, but I already knew about it. Um, you know, I've had friends that told me, oh, yeah, I caught a, you know, 50-something pound blue right there. And and we went over, we looked at it, we just fished a little ways away from it. Casey pulls up on it, he catches a bunch of fish. <laughs> well, I go I go to the same exact spot on a different tournament. I, I beat Casey there. I beat Casey to that spot. You know, I don't look at it as his spot because I already knew about that spot. I don't think Casey's mad about that. Probably because he knows I don't. I can't catch the fish there anyway. So I go to that spot and I don't catch nothing. I can't get a bite. He can pull up right behind me and just be doing something just, just the way he does it that I don't, and start just nailing them fish out of that spot mm -hmm. because he has that presentation, that bait, whatever it is that he does. You know, he rubs his armpits on it and and they love it. I don't know. But Casey's like that. <laughs> Casey is a great fisherman. There was a time when he went a year and a half, two years, 
and won every tournament he was in. Now people overlook Ryan because he's such a great guy, but if Ryan wants to fish tournaments, uh, there he takes second. I'm talking to Casey Tudor. I, I understand. I understand. But but Ryan's like that. I can go to a place and set up on this spot and fish it and catch a couple of fish or not catch anything, and Ryan will come in on it on maybe the same place and just set up on it different, and he'll catch fish where I didn't catch them. And that's what you're saying about, about Casey Tudor. You know, and, and a lot of it is they know how to present the bait to them fish in a different way that works for them, and it may or may not work for the rest of us. Who is who is Donzi on on chat? I want to know who is Donzi. Who is that? I do not know. Alex. Alex. All right, <laughs> Alex. All right, then I'm down with you for that, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down with it. Cause me and Alex are fishing monsters again next year. So yeah, there we yeah. go. You couldn't pick a lot better guy than than Alex is a great guy and 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 we him and I have been talking a lot. I'm going to share something with us right now, not to get off the subject, and we can go back to the subject. But um, Cindy and I have decided that it's time to pass the torch on on Twisted Cat Outdoors and running the tournaments. And Alex Nagy will be running the tournaments with our assistance this in 2015, and we are going to turn it over to him, uh, providing that he uh, enjoys doing it for then on out. And Alex has a lot of great ideas. Uh, he's young. He he wants to do it. And uh, after nine years, we're kind of burnt out on it, and we want to fish and. and uh, I would like to see everybody give Alex all the support they possibly can because really I want him to take this and, and make it something bigger and better than what I've ever done with it. Awesome. And, I'm, and I'm sure you'll be, you know, Catfish Weekly will be here to help support him and, and advertise the tournaments like I do for the ICA and, right. and you know, give him all that help. Plus you're, of course, going to be there to for this year especially, but then, and I'm sure beyond that if he ever needs you for anything. Absolutely. Absolutely, and and you know we we've been looking for a guy that that we thought would could take it and take it to the next level because to tell you the truth, after all these years, uh, I've run to the point as far as I want to go with it, and it needs a fresh face. And Alex Nagy will now be the fresh face of Twisted Cat Outdoor Tournament Series. Well, congrats, Alex. Good luck with it. Yeah, back to the back to the subject on the videos and stuff. Uh, like I was saying a little bit ago, um, you know, me me and Lyle and Chuck, we all agree that you know, there's there's really bad sportsmanship. For example, uh, if I took and and this happens with a lot of my friends, and I'll take them out, and I'll take them to a spot, and one of the things that I'll say to them is that hey. Uh, if this spot that we go to is a spot that you don't already know about during a tournament, if if I tell you I'm going there, please let me have that spot. And and we're all good enough friends where we're cool with that. And if I'm not going to that spot, I don't care if you go to it. If I'm not going to it first and you want to go to it first, I, that's fine with me. But if I'm going to it first and I showed it to you, that's a little bit of respect that um, a lot of my friends, and, and it's always worked out for me. None of them have ever done it to me. Um, you know, it, they've all been very cool about it. They've all, 
you know, they fish tournaments that I've showed them spots, and I've fished tournaments where they've showed me spots, and I don't fish that specific spot if I didn't know about it uh, right off the bat, you know. So if you do something like that or like what Lyle said, you know, you know somebody's getting ready to drift through a bend or whatever, and you, you full throttle it up and get right up 20 foot in front of them and drop your anchor, that's poor sportsmanship, you know, and... I don't suggest violence, but that person might need to learn a lesson if they're going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. You know, that's the type of person that's that they don't have respect for other catfishermen. I mean, they need to they need to have something either being kicked out of a tournament uh, or all the tournaments for poor sportsmanship. Um, something needs to happen for them to understand that that lack of respect for the other fishermen just isn't tolerated. Not a lot. Not a lot of guys do that. There, but there. I know there are occasions where people really just, you know, they don't have any respect for anybody but themselves. So, that happened to one of our tournaments here a year or so ago, and I mean, uh, there was some pretty butt hurt guys over that. Now they was, I thought they was going to get after it. Now I mean, it, it got bad at the weigh-in. Yeah, and. and and, uh, you know, the the taking pictures, the taking videos, uh, again, like it's been stated, uh, it's something that I tell anybody, um, you have to be very conscious of what you're showing in a video, in a picture. Um, if you notice a lot of guys, you know, that their, their camera is angled down, you know, right at the boat. You can't see, you all you can see, if anything, is water. And nobody can tell you where you're at when you just see water around the boat. If you see stuff on the bank, if you see stuff in the distance, that's where you get landmarks. That's where you get people that, that will absolutely sit on uh, Google Earth or on a body of water and, and try to pinpoint exactly where you were at. And whether it be you know, somebody you know, or a commercial fisherman, or whoever, you know, you, you allowed it to happen by putting that picture out there for them. You know, and it, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't put pictures out there, it just means you should be more cautious about where you take your pictures. Lyle had a good suggestion of take that fish and, and put it, you know, put it back and take a picture and put it back in a body of water where there's a bunch of Asians, you know, and somebody comes over there, they don't know what they're doing anyway, they're going to mark a bunch of Asians and Think, oh, this is the spot, <laughs> and they're going to sit there for a while and probably not catch many fish. But you know, there, there's apps, there's apps that out there that for cell phones that, that will completely back, you know, make a different background for your photo. You you really have to watch your own back. You can't get mad at people for for doing you know what people do. And I mean, you can, but it's just going to be like beating your head against the wall. It's not going to do you any good. You know, and the and the other thing that I, I like to talk about um, with with all this stuff that happens on Facebook, with everything that happens, um, the drama in in the in the world of catfishing, it happens it happens in anything in life. Um, you know, you're gonna have drama, you're gonna have struggles, you're gonna have things that make you angry. Um, my best advice to people, my dad, he really wants to talk to me, <laughs> but my uh, my best advice to people is to, you know, figure a way out that you can 
just push this stuff away. I mean, really, you know, you can deal with it, but don't let it really eat at you. I mean, if it starts to eat at you, these things start to eat at you, I guarantee you're going to lose the passion for catfishing or whatever it is, and you're going to end up, you know, sitting in, sitting at home watching football like, like Lyle's, you know, when, he, when we talked about it before. You, you'll end up doing something, and you're losing. You're losing everything of your passion because you've allowed it to bother you to that extent. You've allowed it to make you lose friends. You've allowed it to uh, give you the stress that you really didn't want to have. Um, you've allowed it to, to mentally eat at you. Um, you know, the, it, to be able to take that stuff and push it off and just say, this is what I love to do. I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm happy that this person did this. They caught a fish. Um, you know, I don't care. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to enjoy life. And... I'm going to be happy with everything, and really, it's not living in a fantasy world. It's it's really uh, it's it's allowing you to prosper in what you're doing. Um, and it, it's not easy. I can't. I, I'm not going to say that you know everything that happens is it's easy to do that with. But the more you practice it, and the more you put it together, you know, you put it to use, especially with smaller things and building it up over it. It makes it easier with the more the stuff that could really eat at you harder, you know, especially things that could eat at you are a friend getting really mad at you because he thinks you did something that you don't feel like was very bad. You know, you just were doing what you do, and a friend is really mad at you, things happen, and it starts to eat at you. And that that's the kind of things where you're like, all right, how can I handle this in a way that I can still be positive and, and come away from this in a better uh, mood or spotlight than to just be so upset and distraught about it that it's going to eat at me. And I, and like I said, I don't I, I don't feel that it's a fantasy world. I think that it's definitely helped me. I know there's lots of things that I've dealt with every year, um, people, subjects, you know, and, and I do I, I do what I do. I feel that. I try to be positive. I, I think about the things the way I want to think about them, and I enjoy catfishing. And I make sure that no matter what, I will continue to enjoy catfishing. I won't let anybody take that away from me. Um, Chuck, you got any feedback on this? Oh, yeah. Um, I thought you might. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not too much on the tournament. <laughs> It's just, you know, share, sharing the river is the way I think of it. Um, you know, we, we really don't have too much problem with it. Um, you know, sometimes when, you know, four or five of us show up below the dam in the springtime, of course everybody's going to be below the dam. Um, everybody's going to react the same to different situations that, you know, that they, may cut, they may cut current on, um, you know, and the wind picks up. So, of course, everybody's gonna, you know, haul butt up to the dam and anchor down the current so you, you know, you can control your boat and just, you know, uh, anchor fish straight out in the current. Um, you're not actually following anybody around. Um, everybody just reacts to the same situations the same way. Um, you know, when you're on a narrow stretch of river like that, um, you know, you're gonna be, you know actually drifting the same ledges as everybody else. As long as you're not doing that at the same time, 
you know, and guys pull up to each other, you know, um, while they hitting on for you, they hitting heads or stakes, you know, stuff like that's important information. Um, you know, most time you hadn't got a, a bite on a stake all day and, uh, may have all, all your, all your fish may have come off heads and, you know, other people seeing the same thing, you just, you know, pass information on like that. So everybody can have fun and catch some fish. But, you know, when you're actually fishing and you have, um, you know, like, uh, last year I was sitting over at the rock bluff and I had a game warden and a water patrol and three bass boats, um, actually watching me catch fish. You know, I was on them pretty good. Um, this one guy seeing me throwing them back and he said, Hey man, just throw one of them big ones over here in my boat. That got me thinking, you know, I don't want these guys seeing how I'm doing this. I don't want them to come catch them. If they're going to act like that about it, I'm just going to move. Hope they don't follow me. Um, you know, I didn't care. I would have sat there and let them watch me all day long. But, you know, when those guys acted like, you know, that, that might be interested in them, if they would, you know, would want to catch a 40, 50 pound fish and keep it. Um, you know, that kind of, you know, made me want to get up and move out of the way. You got to think about, you know, the bass masters and them guys like that. I've, I've been on the lake at the same time as a bass master tournament. Um, you'll have boats following these anglers around everywhere. They'll catch a fish. They got boats all around them clapping. You know, everybody's watching, uh, you know, where they're catching fish. They've been pre-fishing. Some of these guys pre-fish for a month um, on these lakes, especially the Bassmaster because it, it's the first tournament of the year. Um, and a lot of these guys, they'll get out there for a whole month and, and and just beat that lake to death, trying to find where those fish are, what they're hitting, trying to find any advantage. Then on, on game day, uh, you've got a ton of boats following these guys around, and they're all clapping for them, catching fish, um, you know, following them, uh, you know, 60 miles to the Civic Center and watching the weigh-in and everything. And if, you know, if we're going to get, you know, catfishing to be as exciting as uh, these guys out catching this bait, we got to... You know, we got to get people interested in it and, and share information to a certain point. Um, yeah, when you start seeing them posting big fish um, constantly, um, you know, that's just time to stop sharing information with them. You know, at first if they ask, hey, man, uh, you know, wh where do you catch those big fish at? You know, and you explain channel edges or something. They call you on the phone while they're out there. I've had guys call me uh, while they're on the lake. Man, we've been fishing all morning, hadn't caught anything. I'm like, hey, man, go to this spot. Go three boat boat lengths away from this um, this structure, this obstacle here, um, you know, and fish straight down on a couple of rods and, and cast a couple out. You know, and all of a sudden they catch a few fish. They get really interested, and they tell me thanks for sharing some information. Um, you know, but, you know, after they start learning on their own, and you give them a few pointers because I, I had guys help me at the beginning. And, you know, now they you couldn't get help from them. You know, they, they got you started. They see you're catching good fish now. They're happy that they were able to help. But you're not going to be able to get the same kind of help from them now as when you're first beginning. Um, and that has a lot to do with, you know, sharing the river and, and sharing situations and, you know, and helping other people get started. Um, if I'm fishing a certain part of the lake and, and I actually see a guide, um, you know, which is usually one of my friends, and he's out 
uh, fishing that area. Um, you know, I see he's there trying to put people on fish. He's making a living. I totally go to a, diff a totally different part of the lake. You know, I may drive by within shouting distance and throw my hand up and let him know I'm around or whatever. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to move in on his uh, on his fishing. Um, you know, and I might even tell him, you know, pull up and tell him, hey, you know, I, I fished this morning and they were fishing, you know, hitting pretty good on these type of areas just to throw them a few hinders that, you know, hey, this is where I found them this morning. Go get you some. You know, because those guys, they're going to be releasing the fish. Um, and the, the, the thing about posting pics on Facebook, um, especially with, you know, me having Leanne in the boat, she loves taking pictures. There's no way I could ever hide where we're at um, or anything like that. Um, you know, but, you know, so, some pictures I, I just won't post um, if it's really giving something away. And that's not because I'm afraid uh, another cat fisherman's going to, you know, steal my spot or, or go catch fish where I go catch fish. Because anyway, I'm more into finding new spots. If if I find spots that I go back and I catch fish a whole lot at, yeah, I try those in a tournament and go. But every time I go fishing now, I, I'm trying to find new spots and mark new waypoints and stuff. So I'm, I'm just afraid these guys that are uh, – you know, looking to learn catfishing so they can go catch these big fish and keep them. Um, that's the reasons I'm afraid, uh, you know, by showing too much on my on my pages. And I certainly, if I don't know the people too well, I won't give them too much information um, until I learn that they're actually, you know, doing the CPR and stuff like that. I have, you know, new guys, you know, ask me stuff all the time. But, uh, you know, I'm very hesitant about giving away too much information off the bat and helping anybody until I'm totally sure that they're going to be CPR and they're not going to be toting big fish home and, you know, taking boatload of friends out and them just, uh, you know, getting on a good bite and, and cleaning these holes out and stuff. So, you know, that's the way I feel about sharing the river and, uh, you know, not giving my spots away for people that, you know, want to keep these big fish. That's about all I got to say on that one. All right. Yeah. The uh, the other subject, I guess, of the night. I know. You know, th this episode's running really long right now. Um, we hold it down to an hour. Remember? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Another big thing that happened along the Facebook front was. Uh, I can't say I know everything that happened. It was another one of them things that that got deleted, but there was some uh, some product bashing or or uh, product manufacturer bashing. Um, there was some name calling. There was you know just one of them things that you wish you never would have seen. Um, you know we've talked about this subject a little bit before. And I didn't really get a chance to talk to Lyle about this before the show, and, and he might not know what I'm talking about, or Chuck. Um, you know, and, and again, unfortunately, this this went back to I believe it, it stemmed from the rod holder companies, and you know, it's one of them things where you know, it, it's of my opinion, and I don't care what honestly what Lyle says about it, what Dave Ashby says about it, what Steve. Um, 
Douglas says about it. I, I, it's just one of those things where myself personally, I don't feel that me bashing any other product does me any good, does anybody else any good. I think it makes me look bad. I think it makes the person, the people that I represent look bad. Um, I, I just don't think that's any way to handle a situation at all. And I, I honestly don't care if that person really screwed me over. Um, they, they really done me wrong. Uh, I'm not going to go out and publicly say a bunch of bad stuff about a company. I just, like I said, I think it makes me look bad. I think it makes me look immature. Um, and again, this isn't, I'm not going to name out any names. I don't, I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I'm not trying to start a war. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm calling it like I see it. Um, you won't find me doing it. And, and I think that if I was a sponsor of a product or anything like that, and I know it was taken down, but had I seen it, I, I would have mentally, you know, or I, I would have physically wrote down the name of the person that I seen it. If I was a friend of on Facebook and I was a, a product manufacturer, I would write that name on my on the list of people that I will never sponsor. And, and I don't know if Lyle has a list like that, you I know, do. but I, I would I would definitely think if I was somebody who was in the industry, I would have a list like that. I definitely. It doesn't matter that you deleted it. It's it matters that you did it in the first place. That's right. Um, and, and that's I don't want to see anybody get put on a list because they got mad and they did something one time. That's sort of the reason I'm bringing it up. I understand sometimes you know anger happens and you put something and you, it was out of the heat of the moment and you know it's unfortunate because that one split second decision can really affect you, especially uh, if you're really trying to make a name for yourself in an industry, any kind of industry. Um, that sort of negativity, that sort of uh, drama, that that kind of stuff is exactly what uh, employers, uh, sponsors, <coughs> they look for things like that on Facebook. Uh, they try to find out what kind of person you are, and that and without knowing somebody, you, you know the things that you put out there is the only way somebody can get to know you. So, um. You know, just my opinion to people out there is, as something happens, you know, you're really mad. You're thinking about putting a post out there. Take a day or two to calm down. To think about whether or not that is something you really have to voice your opinion and expression about, because it might be something that makes you look bad. And you don't, you know, it's not necessarily what you're going after. You're just trying to uh, vent frustration or whatever else. But unfortunately, that's it's just not the way to do it. I, I did not see what you're talking about, um, but you know I do have a list, and and on my list um, is some great catfishermen, people that I respect very much in the industry, but they have done some things or said some things or uh, whatever that would shy me away from a business relationship with them for one reason or the other. Uh, I have been guilty of the same thing myself. I'm not saying that I've never done it because I have, uh, uh, but I learned better from it. It cost me some of the friendships that I consider very dear to me. 
uh, uh, sponsorships. It cost me sponsorships years ago when when I was getting started, and and um, right now uh, those are big deal sponsorships, and and I uh, regret that a great deal. So. Um, yeah, it, it's going to happen, and, and it's going to happen again, and, and we're all going to make mistakes. Be the man that you think you are and, and say, hey, I, I, I made a mistake. I, you know, There's nobody in the world that hates to admit they're wrong any worse than me. You can ask Cindy. She'll tell you I don't like to do it, but I will do it. If I'm wrong and I know I'm wrong, uh, once I settle down from it, I will come up to somebody and say, I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes it's too late. Uh, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, in the heat of the moment, you get mad and you do things, say things. Uh, I, I don't like to do it, but I will. If I if I make a mistake, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you that I made a mistake and ask for forgiveness. And, uh, sometimes forgiveness is one of the toughest things to get uh, other than respect that I'm aware of. Justin Browning said that's why he turns his phone off when he goes to the bar. I think he forgets to turn his. I think he forgets to turn his phone off sometimes. <laughs> you know, one of these days, old Justin is 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 gonna. They're gonna do him like they do my buddy Keith Atkins. Now Keith and I are really good friends, and uh, once in a while somebody will get a hold of his phone when they're out partying, and some of the wildest posts get made on his phone. Um, really, way out there stuff, and that'll happen to Justin someday, and it'll really be funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun when you know if really good friends have different sponsors, um, and you you can see it really in NASCAR, you know the Ford against Chevy things and stuff like that. But you know you I'm don't want to you don't you don't want to go out and you know and bring it into the you know if you're actually sponsored by these people, you just don't want to you know bring it out into the public. You know you can have fun with your friends about it, and you know. Do a little bit of lipping off and stuff, and that's what's you know the fun and competitions all about. But you know everybody's going to have to get along. All the all the different sponsors, uh, everyone's sponsored by different people, and uh, you know just it, it's going to be fun if you make it that way. Exactly. Uh, and, you, you know, know he was talking about that fun between guys and stuff. Uh, you know, I've mentioned my buddy John Nordyke. Him and I went to school together, and. He is down in Alabama now. He left last night, spent the night somewhere, and finished his drive this morning and called me and said he was there. And um, You know, I, I have this feeling, and I hope that it happens, that a bunch of us will get together for meals or drinks or, or whatever we do and, and enjoy our time down there. This is Cindy and I's uh, Christmas celebration for the two of us is making this trip, and we wasn't sure we was going to get to make it, but uh, anyhow, it, you know, John and I are liable to be on each other about anything. It might be a reel or a rod or his freaking old boat or, you know, whatever, but in the end, we're still friends, and um, if I was on fish and John was not, I would call John and say, here, this is what I'm on. This is what you need to be looking for. Uh, I feel like he would do that to me. If he wouldn't, I'm, I'm okay with that. But if he had not got fish in the boat and it was drawing near the end of the tournament, I'd say, you need to find this type of structure and this type of depth of water and, and find you a place like that and fish it. And uh, he's a very dear friend to me. And... and um, that's what I say about friendships. They are so 
good friends are irreplaceable, and um, uh, John is one of those guys that if something would happen, I couldn't replace him. And, and Ron Streeter just made a good point. You know, sponsors are hard to get, but easy to lose. That, that's very true. That's very true. You know, so I think uh, I think we've made him wait long enough. I think we're going on a two-hour show. I think it's time to do that Christmas giveaway drawing. Yeah, I keep messages on Facebook. Have you drawn yet? Who won? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Here's what we've decided. Since uh, they do the 12 days of Christmas, I'm going to do 12 randomizations on the list. And I and and if I didn't get everybody on this list, I sincerely apologize. Since we've been talking and since the show's been going, I've got the total up to 87 entries. So there's some guys during the show that you know when I said get your butt over there and get your name on there and get and, and do what we need you to do, they did it. So because I think there's been about five or so more that have have added since the show's been going. Uh, but here's do the screen share. I'm going to. Put it on random.org here. You can see it. I'm going to pull the list up. 87 people. I'm copying the names. I've got your super fan entries in there listed as super fan entry. You can see right here, like the Greg Aaron and then Greg Aaron super fan entry. Um, and if I come up, you can see that all of our super fans got their super fan entries. If I, I, if I missed one, I'm incredibly sorry. Um, but I do think I've got everybody. Chad Wall, Chad Wall, super fan entry. Seth McAllister, both. Um, we got them all in here. What I'm going to do is, I'm first time I click randomize, that's going to be number one. I'm going to do it 12 times and count each time I click it. Whoever's name is at the top here is going to be our winner of this huge giveaway. All right, here we go. Number one. John Woods was at number one. Number two. Greg Aaron was at number one. Uh-oh. Number three. David Cope at number one. Oh. Number four, Flackline Catter number one. Number five, David Miller. Number six, John Harden. Number seven, Jason Malone. Number eight, Greg Aaron. Number nine, Robert Jackson, super fan. Number ten, Robert Jackson, super fan. Number eleven, Nick Goodall. And the very last one, Scott Woody. Whoa, Scott Woody. Scott Woody. Scott Woody. Congratulations. You have got an amazing package coming to you for Christmas. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's really nice for you. And like I said, you use it, get pictures with using some of the stuff, and let us know how you like everything, and... Hopefully you're watching the show, or you'll watch it soon. But we'll Jim get all of that. Sent me the, uh, I told you guys that Jim and Sheila sent me the Akuma Reel, so it will be coming at the same time that the rod does. Uh, after we get back from Wheeler, we'll get all that stuff ready. But I have a 450 uh, Classic XT from Jim and Sheila at Bass and More. That, um, very nice reel. I pulled out of the box and took a look at it. Very smooth. You should be very happy with that. Awesome. Along with all the other stuff. Yeah, that's a... It is a great package. And I believe, let's see if I pull him up here. I'm friends with him. He's from 
Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Renoco. Is he an Alabama guy? Cool. Roanoke. He's, he's a Roanoke. good old dude. From his post I've seen. I don't know him. All right. Well, I think he'll be happy to know that he won. And, uh, you know, like I said, we got more. We got more contests to go in the new year. Um, we got lots of stuff coming. Uh, we're working on making making things better. And you know, I, I think that anybody that wants to that wants to get in on these contests, they should. I think everybody should do the super fan thing. I mean, it's it's so worth it. It's not even funny for ten bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it pays for itself with with you just. Uh, one order of a rod from Lyle or a, um, an order from Whiskerware Apparel will probably help you out on the, on the cost of it. I mean, you get a, I think it's a 15% discount or something. I don't even know, but there's lots of stuff. Um, well, it was a great show tonight. We had um, a lot of people in chat. I mean, I had to, I had to go and pay for a bigger chat room so people could fit in there, and that's just awesome. And I hope that. Every month, you know, it just cont or every week, it continues to get better and better. <coughs> yeah, it, unfortunately, we didn't make it that way. We'll have some contests where you have to be in the chat room or something to win. We'll do that. We'll make it so you guys that are in the chat with us have great idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, so that'll get people in the chat talking with us and and enjoying and um. I don't know what size T-shirt yet, Jason. If that's what you're asking, I don't. I don't know what size he is. He didn't put that on his Facebook profile. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a uh, a good episode tonight. I'm sorry it went on for two hours. We kind of expected that it would by missing last week and having so much to talk about. Um, and again, like I said, we're going to work on on making sure that uh, we don't have any hiccups like we did last week. And I, we don't know if that was a uh, um, an issue with, uh, um, you know, like the Google servers or, or if it was something that, you know, just wasn't working right. But we'll get it figured out. And, again, we appreciate everybody. And, you know, as I say all the time, and I just want to express that it's a joke, but anyway, if you see me on the water, just make sure you stay out of my spot. 